the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. St. Petersburg. Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like seeing those beautiful blooms wither. WTBN welcomes you to Janae's Tropicals, the program that helps you get your green thumb back for good. You can find Janae's Tropicals online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host for Janae's Tropicals, here's Janae. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals, and you're listening to Tampa Bay's Christian Talk, AM 570 and 910 WTBN. And again, I'm Janae, and I have a I think it's a pretty cool garden center, and I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg, and you know what? It's just on the way to Treasure Island Beach, so I always tell people you can stop and see me, stroll around. Uh, If you'd like to pick up a few things, I'll even watch them until you get back from the beach. Then just cruise on over to the beach and enjoy your day. But... um, Oh, also have a a great website, uh, very informational. However, we have a lot more than what's on the website, but um, um, it's a fun website, and you can also see my darling kids. They're they're actually on the homepage, um, little April and Julia, and uh, my website domain is one of the dinosaurs. It's tropicalfruit.com, so that's a very easy domain name to remember, tropicalfruit.com, and not only do we have the tropical fruit trees, we have... um, um, vines, uh, flowering trees, palm trees, uh, shrubs, um, many fragrant plants, just, just all kinds of things. Fertilizers, uh, earthworm castings, chicken manure, you know, all the, all the good stuff. So, so anyway, I have a lot of fun. <clears throat> so my phone, if you'd like to contact me, is 727-344-1668. So hopefully um, it's bright and early Saturday. Uh, just want to add this where I'm pre-recording in a couple days ahead of time. And um, so right now it's really nice out. It's not too hot. It's Thursday morning. And, um, and today's headline in the paper read, Who Invited Isaac? Well, I just wanted to let you know I didn't. I d- we don't need a big tropical storm. We need nice rain, a nice tender rain that won't blow my trees down like dominoes. And and that's good. That's just fine. You know, everything needs a good deep watering. But anyway, I did not invite Hurricane Isaac. So hopefully Saturday morning we're, we're in the clear. But you just never know. So anyway, I wish I wish I have so many trees here. Um, probably 300 mango trees and I wish they all had feet and I just could point and say go inside the fence and uh, everybody get in line lay down and strap yourselves in for the ride because we flood here and uh, so anyway we don't need that 
<clears throat> so anyway, just wanted to <laughs> add that. So that's on my mind. And um, but regardless, so praise God, it's a beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for the the rain, the sun, and <clears throat> just the fresh weather. So <laughs> had to get that out of the way. <clears throat> so anyway, I thought today um, I like I love talking about my tropical fruit trees. However, um, not everyone is into fruit trees, and and I realize that. <clears throat> I also love fragrant trees, um, flowering trees. Trees in general are, are really just lovely. And they come in all shapes and sizes. And I know that, you know, some people have a very large space to plant in, and some people are very limited. And as I say, trees come in all shapes and sizes. And um, they should be considered a permanent fixture. So before you just run out and grab a tree, you need to figure out where you're going to put it and what kind of sun you have. Do you have sun or shade? Um, do you want a flowering tree? Um, there, are, there are a lot of like easy, easy questions. Um, do you want something that's evergreen? Or do you want something that's deciduous? If the tree's deciduous, it will drop its leaves during the winter, and that will allow for the sun to come in. And actually, that's not a bad idea because when the sun comes in, it helps warm the house and put cut down on the heating bill. Yay! And uh, <clears throat> so that's something to consider. And then some people prefer an evergreen tree so it's it's just it all depends on what you're looking for and again I I consider trees a permanent fixture so it's not something you want to plant and then and then dig up and move it although you can do that like musical chairs um, it's good, just good to find a spot that you like and and get the tree planted and here is a big question I always ask myself, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, the answer is yesterday. You need to get that tree in because, um, and actually you can plant the trees all through the year. So, but the sooner the tree is in the ground, the better. And the more shade and, and enjoyment you'll have. So a lot of people prefer to plant trees during the fall when it's not as hot um, the, the trees aren't growing nearly as quickly, but the roots will still uh, take very well. They'll anchor in and um, grow during the winter time. And by the time we hit springtime, wow, you're, you fertilize your tree and it will just take off growing. And um, before you know it, you'll have a, a nice little shade tree. So as I said, trees come in all shapes and sizes. And there are a lot of small flowering trees that are just lovely. So if you just want something small and ornamental for the front yard, um, perhaps with flowers, uh, there's quite a few to choose from. And many of them flower all through the year. And you can keep them around, let's say, 8 to 10 feet reasonably. And some of them are even fragrant. And so what I thought I would do is just name a few of them. Um, and um, name, names not may or mean, I'm getting tongue twisted. Names n may not mean a whole lot. However, if, you know, hopefully you're not driving in the car, but uh, <laughs> if you can take a few notes, you can always look them up or come see me at my nursery. 
And again, Janae at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg, right on the way to Treasure Island Beach. I always say the beach, that's a great landmark. So anyway, I'm just going to uh, men mention a few um, evergreen small flowering trees that are very easy to maintain, that are pretty durable, um, salt tolerant, so you don't have to worry about that if we get the a storm and the, the water, the salt water sprays all over them. Um, these are small, uh, pretty durable trees, and they're easy to maintain, um, have a low insect problem, which is nice because um, you don't want to be a slave to your trees. I mean, everything takes a little maintenance, but um, um, okay. So, and, and these are actually a few of my favorites because I'm really into the, the flowering trees. I just love them. So there, there's a really nice uh, small tree called Jatropha. Um, it has a, and picture this in your mind, it has a, a very dark, uh, firm, medium-sized leaf. Uh, it's very beautiful, and the flowers come out in clusters, and they're like a, a, a brilliant red. They're, it's a very, very pretty little tree. It's extremely salt tolerant, um, rarely has an insect problem. So that's Jatropha, J-A-T-R-O-P-H-A, and they're just absolutely lovely in the landscape. They might grow to uh, like 8 to 10 feet, and you can always keep them topped as well. They flower all year. And then there's a lovely one called Geiger tree. This tree is its so pretty. It's very tropical looking. And it has a large leaf on it, dark green, and it kind of feels like sandpaper. It has um, like a, a grisly texture. But it's very, very pretty. And it's a very small, dense tree. And the blooms are a bright, bright orange, and they come out in, in big clusters, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It, there's such a nice contrast between the, the bright orange blooms and the dark green leaf. So, and that's called the orange Geiger tree. And again, very salt tolerant. I have never had to spray them with any type of insecticide. They're, they're very, very durable. So, and, and if you are, again, close to the water, um, what I recommend is after a storm, uh, most things will hold up fine, but if there's flooding, it's always a good idea to um, spread a little gypsum around, and that helps, um, like, bind the salt uh, particles, plus uh, flush some fresh water through the roots of your plants and hose the plants down with fresh water and and that'll help get some of that salt off the leaves and out of the root system so and and generally that makes a big difference especially if you flood out when you're when uh, your home is on the water so we have uh, the jatropha the geiger tree and one of my very favorites also is the anderson crepe weeping hibiscus tree that is a gorgeous tree and you can you can actually uh, control their height um the uh the limbs hang way down like a weeping willow does um, except it's a hibiscus and it has very small leaves and two-toned pink flowers uh, you have a light pink with a, a dark pink center around the uh, stamens and it's just a lovely, um, very, 
soft, uh, graceful flowing tree. And that's called the crepe anderson, weeping hibiscus. There's another hibiscus, which is slightly weeping and a little, just a little more upright. It's called La France, which comes in white or pink. And uh, that's just a lovely uh, tree as well. It's very elegant. Um, I just I just love the hibiscus family. But so you have the Anderson crepe and the La France, and they're very very pretty. Um, the only thing you have to watch out for on those uh, sometimes they can get mealy bugs. So on your hibiscus, even your bush type, if your if your ends are uh, real crinkly and uh, if the growth is distorted take a close look and I bet you'll see all kinds of little pinkish and whitish cottony looking masses um, uh, within the the crunch leaves so they're not the easiest to get rid of um, but it's called cottony cushion scale and that's kind of a a common problem especially for your upright hibiscus um, but what I always recommend, the easiest way to get rid of that is um, just trim your tree back, clean the ground around it, um, get rid of any, any fallen debris on the ground, um, just make the, sure the area is clean, and then spray your hibiscus. Um, you, you, you can use a few things on hibiscus, but not everything works well. Like if you use like malathion, it can, it can really damage or chemical burn your leaves. So you want to make sure whatever you do use is uh, fairly mild and labeled for hibiscus. That's very important. And I can recommend a few things, but come in and see me and bring me your hibiscus cuttings. And uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on with them. So, but just remember, you can't safely use every chemical on hibiscus because you can damage them. But um, as I said, weeping hibiscus and the La France varieties are just lovely. They're very small. You can control them at, uh, we'll say, 6 to 10 feet. They can take full hot sun and they make beautiful small specimens in your landscape. So, so, so far we have pinks, whites, reds, and uh, orange. Um, I also love the cassias, C-A-S-S-I-A-S, -S -S cassias. And there are a lot of cassia trees to choose from. We have the um, Cassia biriana, Cassia bicapsularis, <laughs> uh, Cassia um, uh, javanica. I mean, it's there are numerous Cassias, the fistula. So the um, Cassia bicapsularis uh, is very popular when you drive around um, and see a small, single-petaled flowering tree that is a bright, bright, happy yellow. Generally, that's the Acacia bicapsularis. And they also attract butterflies. The butterflies just love them. And the, the tree only grows to, we'll say, 10, 12 feet. Uh, it's very symmetrical, has a, um, a, a very interesting leaves. Uh, the petals are, are like oblong and rounded on the ends. It's just a very beautiful, small, happy tree. And it can take full hot sun, and it actually will provide a decent amount of shade. So the uh, 
and Cassia bicapsularis blooms a good portion of the year, which is nice. And I will tell you, yellow is a very happy color, and uh, things look great with yellow, and it, it'll make your landscape pop. Um, and so anyway, um, the cassia is a great one to choose from. And there are other types of cassias as well. There's the uh, uh, cassia fistula, which is a very favorite of mine. Um, that tree is slightly bigger. It can grow a good uh, 20 feet, uh, 20 by, we'll say 15 to 18. It's a little more upright. The leaves are much larger. But the cassia fistula, or another name is golden shower that oh the tree is absolutely gorgeous the blooms hang down um uh, in a consecutive manner on a, a long panicle so more or less you have this long tail with multiple blooms hanging all the way down to the tip so on one uh, uh, uh we'll call it a tail to simplify it or panicle um, you can have 20 flowers just hanging down and it looks like your tree is just raining uh, bright yellow blooms and it's the most magnificent tree and actually they just finished flowering um, they bloom during the summer and you might when you drive around you might be able to uh, see the tail end of some of the golden shower trees and really you can't miss it it's such a unique tree and it actually uh, makes an absolutely beautiful shade tree so it gets big enough um, where it can uh, block out a good portion of the sun um, and it can take full sun and it, what's nice about the tree is it's considered semi deciduous so during the winter it doesn't drop every leaf um, it uh, it holds, I would say, 50%. It'll shed a little bit, but overall, it, it's not a messy tree, and um, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. The Golden Shower. Okay, you're listening to Tampa Bay's Christian Talk, 570 and 910 WTBN, and I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals. And you know what? Today I'm talking about flowering trees. And again, the best time to plant a tree is yesterday. And you are more than welcome to come see me at my nursery. I'm in St. Petersburg at 6831 Central Avenue. My phone number is 727-344-1668. And I have an awesome website. And at, although it needs updating, I'm like a super mom. I have to <laughs> try to do everything myself. So I just want to, it's like it's, things change here and there, but um, uh, for the most part, everything's on schedule on the website. But it's tropicalfruit.com, uh, which is uh, an easy-to-remember domain, tropicalfruit.com. However, come see me please so let's see we were i was just about to talk about the magnificent flamboyant tree it's also called royal poinciana and this tree is absolutely stunning and it is still blooming around the area at least in st petersburg where i'm located um, and perhaps in tampa i know some of the other counties are, are a little um they're colder than we are. We're uh, probably considered around 9B, but um, 
Uh, so if you're south of us or in the Tampa Bay area, they should do just fine for you. That's the Royal Poinciana or Flamboyant tree. They, they're just, they just say tropical. It's an absolutely gorgeous tree. The Royal Poinciana is very, very fast growing. Um, gosh, it grows overnight. It has bright green, uh, small leaves. Um, and it's just a lovely flower. The blooms are really big, and they can vary in, in reddish to uh, orange in color. And it's just a lovely tree. I mean, they're not susceptible to, to any pest or disease. Uh, the main thing is that you do have good drainage with those. Um, but uh, they provide quite a bit of shade, and uh, they're, they're as wide as they are tall. So I say it's a medium-sized tree, probably probably 20 by 20 feet, and um, gosh, they're actually one of our most popular trees that we sell here and that we ship. Uh, everybody loves the Royal Poinciannas, and we actually ship a lot to Texas, and um, the Texans love the Poinciannas, and I don't blame them a bit, so we sell a lot of those here. Um, and they do go, they are dormant, or they go dormant or are deciduous during the winter, so they shed, but uh, I would say they're, they're probably bare for about three months. But the poinciana, it, it's a great summer bloomer. And just think, if you, what I have done, and I just love it, um, I've point, planted trees in my yard that bloom at different times of the year, and some overlap. And it's just so nice because every couple of months, two, three months, I have a new tree coming into flower. So I always have color and I just love it. For those of you who would love a poinciana, but you just don't have the room, they also come in a miniature uh, tree. It's called, it's called Barbados Flower Fence or Dwarf Poinciana. And they're really cute. The leaf is very similar. It has more of an upright uh, growth. It grows to, I would say, about eight feet. You can also keep them topped at uh, six feet or let them grow, you know, to full size. They bloom all through the summer into early fall. And the dwarf poinciana is, is just a fun, happy little tree. And uh, the, the bloom is like an orangey, uh, orange petals with a yellow interior. And they also come in solid yellow. And they come in a hot pink with a yellow interior. And uh, so that that's a fun, easy to grow. Uh, I'll call it a tree, small tree. And that's the dwarf poinciana. And you can also grow those in a, a big pot. And they're really cute. And we have a bunch of those in flower at the nursery. So that's a good alternative to the royal poinciana. And then you have your tree of gold, tabubuya. Um, they're a very, very interesting tree, and, and it's actually a huge family, the uh, points or the uh, tababuya family. Um, the the bark, the uh, tababuya argentea, has a very cork-like bark on it, and um, the it it has an interesting leaf with five long leaflets. All the tababuyas in that family have five long leaflets. It's, it's very, very interesting. And they, they also come in hot pink. Um, they come in a variety of uh, shades of yellow and pink. 
and the texture in the leaves and trunks vary, but um, the trees of the Tababuya tree of gold can range anywhere from, we'll say 20 feet, I have a mature one on the property, the Tababuya argentia, to about 50 feet for the, um, um, <laughs> it's a funny name, Tababuya impaginosa. Which gets 50 feet, and when that flowers, it's like this big mass of pink. It looks like a big pink piece of cotton candy, but they are very, very fragrant. They smell so good. So anyway, th there are numerous, numerous flowering trees that, that you can grow here in the Tampa Bay area and to extending counties, um, and many of them are cold hearted. There are so many that I have not mentioned, like your crepe myrtles, um, your red buds, and the list goes on, Hong Kong orchid tree. So, and you know what? Come in and see me and bring me, take a digital photo of your yard and I can help you put together a landscape or select the proper trees for your yard. And uh, once again, have a wonderful Saturday. So my name is Janae with Janae's Tropicals and I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. My website is tropicalfruit.com. And actually, we have quite a few pictures of the trees on the site, but we have much more at the nursery, so come see me. I, I hope I hope I've painted a, a picture for you today. So think about the beautiful flowering trees, and I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. Over and out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.